Welcome to Sully Sets, musings on sales and life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal on my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Hey everybody, Rick Sully. It is so good to be back with you. It's been six weeks since I did a live video. And I don't have a really good excuse other than I, I lost my way. I lost focus, I forgot my purpose, and was kind of drifting around figuring out where I wanted to go with all of this. Because I'll tell you what, anybody that sits in front of you and does a live video, and believe me, they're all over Facebook, the one thing you go through is a crisis of confidence. Like, am I making a difference? And I'm going to let you know right now you are. And the reason I know that is because I have so many people that have been kind enough to send me a, uh, a note a Facebook message, a text, and say, hey, I really appreciate what you're doing. I watch every time. When's your next one? Hey, I use this in the uh, f- field today. So I want to thank you for that because it means so much to me to hear you guys say that. So I'm back on track. I'm going to commit to doing at least one, hopefully two every week, you know, because I have this long-term vision. You know, I, I love, uh, you know, the private coaching. I love the sales training, and I really love the motivational speaking. In order to get there at some point in my career, uh, these are the steps I'm taking. All right, so thank you so much for your love and support. Today I want to talk to you about something that is incredibly important. I don't care if you're in sales, you're in network marketing, or everyday life. And I'm going to ask you a question. Are you good with names? Okay, I'm not. It's, uh, it's faces, I'm good. I can do faces. Locations, outstanding. You can drop me in a place that I've been before, I'll take the blindfold off, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember being here. Names, no, not so good. It's my Achilles heel. And, you know, it's ironic, really, when you think about it, because I've spent almost my entire career in sales, where I, I we can all agree there's a premium on remembering names. So I, I, get me wrong. I, listen, I've improved over the years. I definitely have. I'm better than where I was before. But now what's starting to happen is uh, I'm starting to be bad at names for an entirely different reason, and it's basically because I'm getting older. And psychology today, they state that middle-aged and older adults forget names about 85% of the time. Then you throw the Internet into the mix where, I mean, do we really need our memories as much as we used to? Because let's think about it. Who sings that song? Instead of trying to remember who it is, you just Google it. Uh, What's that person's name again? You look them up on Facebook uh, through a friend of theirs. Whatever the case is, we need to get back to the basics, and we need to get back to human interaction 101. There's a great quote I'm going to share with you by a gentleman by the name of Chester Santos, and he writes a book called The International Man of Memory. What he says, when you can remember someone's name, it shows them they are important to you, and it helps build rapport. All right, so think about it. If you're in sales, if you're in network marketing, it's very hard to convince someone you care about their business or helping them build their business when you don't care enough to remember their name. And in sales, it's critical. I don't care if it's the person at the front desk, it's the lab tech, it's one of the nurses, it's the billing person, whoever it is. If you remember their name, that makes a profound and sustained impact. And if you're in network marketing, every single person you interact with is a person that could potentially be a customer or be a business partner. So imagine how impressed they will be when you remember their name. 
Because let's face it, you like hearing your own someone say your name, right? I mean, I love it. Your parents put a great deal of thought into choosing that name for you. All right, so there's a certain joy, even a sense of pride, when you hear your name said by someone. Now, when I was younger, I didn't used to like hearing my name in school because it was usually followed by go to the principal's office or you're in trouble. But now I've gotten a little bit better with it. But you will definitely pay closer attention to what someone has to say when they say your name. All right? Now, we've all been in a situation where you're just completely blank or you forget. And let's admit it. It is borderline rude. And sometimes it's actually embarrassing to forget someone's name, especially someone that you've probably met on multiple occasions. All right, but I'm going to give you a little bit of hope, all right, because there is a book by Jim Quick of the Jim Quick Learning Center, and he states, there is no such thing as a good or a bad memory. There is rather a trained or untrained memory. It's not something you have. It's not something you do. It's a process. And that made me feel really good because I hate that excuse. Oh, I just have a bad memory, and people just forget it and write it off. Because he says one-third of your memory is based on genetics. And that leaves two-thirds of your memory that can be improved. So you can no longer use the excuse, I just have a bad memory. You must work on it. So what I'm going to do over the next few minutes, I'm going to give you some tips that I've used and some tips I've picked up along the way that I'm now going to use. They're going to help you become better at the name game. Number one, know your motivation. If you don't think it's important for you to remember a person's name, guess what? You're not going to remember that person's name. But I bet you if I promised you $1,000 to remember the name of the next person you meet, I'm pretty sure you're going to find a way to remember that person's name. So what does that tell me? It's not a capability issue. It's not an ability issue. It's about desire. And the quote that Mr. Quick uses is, it uses, reasons reap results. Now, how's that for alliteration? But think about it. In the name game, reasons reap results. All right, number two, focus on the person. You have to focus your mind and pay attention. The major reason you don't remember a person's name is, guess what? You weren't listening. So it's not a memory problem in most cases. It's a focus problem. Don't have other conversations or questions going on in your head during the introduction process. And we do that. You know, first of all, we're taking everything in, we're looking at the person, we're identifying them, we're getting a sense, we're developing what is a first impression. But as you're doing that, you're focused elsewhere other than the person's eyes and their mouth as they're telling you your name. Change that and you'll change your results in remembering a name. Meet and repeat. Now, we all know this one. It's an oldie but a goodie, okay? We've heard this from our parents and from our teachers and from sales leaders over the years. Say the name right away followed by a question. You meet someone named Brian. Hi, Brian. It's great to meet you. Where are you from, Brian? And then keep using it throughout the conversation. Now, don't overuse it. You don't want to be obnoxious. All right? You don't want to turn the person off. And also, make sure you repeat it silently to yourself after you hear the name. Okay, Brian, Brian, Brian. Because what that's doing, that's allowing you to ingrain it in your subconscious and it'll increase the likelihood that you're going to remember. And finally, say it one last time before leaving. It was such a pleasure getting to know you, Brian. I look forward to our next meeting. Spell it out, especially if it's an unusual name. And let's face it, these days, unusual names are pretty common. It's almost as if there's a contest to try to come up with the most unusual name. All right, and the reason you do this is it appeals to the visual part of your brain. All right, so what I, my, my, one of my classic ones is if I meet someone named Sarah. I'm like, Sarah, is that Sarah with an H? And immediately, no, it's just Sarah 
traditional Sarah, S-A-R-A. And now I know, and I have a connection not just to that name, but to that conversation. And along these same lines, to appeal to the visual part, always ask for a business card if you're in a professional setting. All right, because that's going to help you because now you've appealed to the auditory, you've heard the name, and the visual that you've seen the name. All right, the next one is associate. All right, this is a very important part of the process. You want to try to make an association between the person's name, face, and the image it suggests in your mind. If you connect the name with a visual trait, it's going to help anchor that name in your memory. Now, this is going to be very dependent on whether you're a visual learner, an auditory learner, or a sensory learner. Now, so as a visual, you might meet someone named Bill. You find out he's a construction worker. So what I would do in a situation like that is you picture Bill wearing a bright yellow construction helmet with the name Bill emblazoned across the front in bold letters. I guarantee next time you meet Bill, you're going to remember that image and you're not going to forget his name. Now, if you're an auditory, you might use something like alliteration. For example, if you meet someone from Anna and she's from Akron, is Anna from Akron? Even say it out loud because, again, you're appealing to another part of your uh, subconscious. Um, for example, you meet someone named Dave and he's got this big scraggly beard, okay? It's all over the place. Dave needs a shave, all right? It's cheesy, sure, but it's going to make a difference. It's simple, but it's effective, all right? Make connections. A handy tool that I use, and it only works in a few situations, but a handy tool is make an immediate connection to someone else that's close to you with the same name. You know, for example, I will never forget meeting someone with the name Lauren because that's my oldest daughter's name. Or Morgan, that's my youngest daughter. Don't want to leave her out. And I will usually follow it up by saying, oh, Lauren or Morgan, that's my daughter's name. I'm never going to forget your name now. All right, so that's good because it shows to them that you have that connection. And when you come back the next time and you meet them and you say that name again, they're like, wow, he said he wouldn't forget my name, and he didn't. All right. Now, a variation to this is connecting that person's name to someone famous. You know, for example, if you meet someone named James, all right, I immediately would picture them and connect them to James Woods, the actor. I would picture him in the movie Casino. And now I see that person as that role in that movie, James, James, and all of a sudden I have a visual image of that person, and that name is going to be much more difficult to forget. All right, and the last tip I'm going to give to you, and I'm going to admit this is probably the, my biggest weakness, is you have to care to know. And I, I'm not saying this to be rude, but the number one reason we forget someone's name is we just don't care enough to remember it. We have so much other stuff going on in our heads that, and we think, oh, I'm not going to see this person again, or, you know, this is just, this, this person isn't important enough in the whole sales cycle or in my network marketing business or in my life. But the fact is, that's not the point. You have to take the time to care and want to get to know that person. And if you do, you make that conscious effort, you're going to dramatically improve this critical process of remembering a person's name. All right. So it's going to take time. It's going to take practice. It's going to take something called Kaizen, which is a Japanese term for continuous improvement. All right. It's not going to happen overnight. But it's one of those skills that's transferable between your personal and your professional life. And there's nothing but upside. You're going to dazzle your friends promise you that. You're going to make others feel so important and valued. And you're going to watch your business as a salesperson or as a network marketer completely transform. I want to thank you so much for your time this morning. I want you to do me a favor. If you like what you hear, please check out the Sully Says podcast on iTunes. Also, if you are more of a 
visual person, please go to YouTube, search Rick Sully, and you can find my YouTube page with access to all my videos. And if you want to find out how we can work together, you can email me at Sully says S-A-U-L-L-E says at gmail.com. Thanks for your time this morning, everyone. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much for listening to the Sully Says Podcast. If we made a connection today, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me via my website, ricksully.com, or via email at rick at ricksully.com. I'm available for sales training, personal development coaching, and motivational speaking, with a focus on how being a childhood bullying victim taught me to find my character, passion, and purpose. I hope to hear from you soon, and please make it a great day. We'll be right back.